There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, happy Monday. It's the Laurie and Julia Show, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you much for joining us today. Uh, don't forget the uh, Cat Video Festival coming up on uh, Wednesday, and uh, you, you can still get tickets. You actually, I think you can even walk up to CHS Field that day. They get tickets. We'd like to see you Imagine that. They've yeah. got a ticket office there and everything. Well, Lori's, you know. Lori's making noises. Yeah, I see that. I hear it. I know. It's mm-hmm. going to be nice, though. Yay. I know. Uh, it should be. All yeah. week. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Let's get to our weekend claims to fame. Kitty okay. cats. Go ahead, Julia. No, Donnie, you should go first because you oh. finally celebrated your birthday. I did. I did. Out. I did celebrate the birthday on Saturday. I had a dinner at some place. I know you're going to be shocked that I have never visited before in all my years in the Twin Cities. An amazing dinner at the Lake Elmo Inn. Oh, oh my gosh. I love, I love that place. Yeah. Fabulous meal. Was Absolutely. it? Fa- I mean, yes, that place is meal. really a great occasion yes, and a, just a absolutely. fun place, isn't it? Absolutely. I love that yes. place. Remember, we were yeah. like, uh, we had the guy on. Yes, I can. John, something. John, I'm trying to think of oh, his name. Darlene. Sh- Recommended the, highly. Yeah, good, Donnie. I had prawns and pasta. Mm. So good. Yeah. Okay, there you go. All right, there you go. Well, you know, I had a... um. I had a day too, a restaurant day. You did, yes. I went to the Harborview Cafe in in Lake Pepin. Pepin, Yeah, and you know, so down the Wisconsin Mm -hmm. side, and had an amazing meal. Yeah, I haven't been there. Is like a five course? Was it a prefix there? Did they have the menu? Just order Mm -hmm. the menu is on the The chalkboard. Yeah. And just ordered what we wanted, but it was just so lovely, and it's so charming. They have all these Adirondack chairs set out outside for people if you're waiting. Yeah. We got, you know, very, very Because you're usually early. waiting. Yeah, we were there very early, got right in. If you show up on time, yeah. I mean, you get in. And I love that 35 uh, I, Wisconsin Stockholm side. and um, oh, yeah. Maiden Rock. Maiden Rock. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's a wonderful uh, biker bar right across the railroad tracks, you know, and Maiden What's it? I don't know what it's called, but they're known for their Bloody Marys, and yeah. you have to cross the railroad track to get down to the bar. Oh, okay. And there, there's beautiful places yeah. to visit. Yeah, it's that's just, so I pretty. love that drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, so, you, all you're missing, did you have a convertible? No, but I have a huge sunroof on my car. Oh, there you Ooh. go. Almost. It was kind of murky rainy. Now, remember on Saturday, it was <laughs> oh, kind of murky. Oh, that's right. It was. But it was still beautiful. You could still see everything. It just wasn't bright sun. That's right. I think the I weather kind of held I saw you out. on Saturday. You did. We were in a limo together at the Luxury Home Tour, which Ooh. was fun, too. Say hi to Kathy, Kathy. Bob, and the family, Natasha. Natasha. Yeah, we went with, uh, we had like a uh, limo, but it was like a van limo. So a Mercedes-Benz so, limo van. It was van. so nice Ooh. not to have to like crawl out of the, you know, the low railer yeah. limos. 
anyway, it was super fun, and we had some champagne and saw yeah. some houses. But my weekend claim to fame is I was queen of the uh, block parties, Julia. Well, how many did you go to, honey? Uh, two. One on Saturday and one on Sunday. Uh, all was well at the Smack Shack's Crayfish Festival. Crawfish. Crawfish. Yeah. No, it's cray. They call cray. it cray. It's You're right. It's cray like gray. No, all right. It's crayfish. Crayfish. So okay. I went to that, and it was... Was it packed? Was it super fun? It was super fun. And my oh. band that I discovered at Grandma's Marathon was playing Viva Knievel. They're a covers they a cover band that can play everything from Queen to Uptown Funk. Oh wow. To David Bowie to Prince. I did mean, you eat did three Casey? horns? Oh my uh, gosh. I mean, just a really great band. Casey and our, our buddy Bob went. Um they they were just really impressed with the band, and then of course the food was incredible. Well, I was going to say, did Bob? I don't work for food. I you know, know that means because we ate the crayfish here on in, in studio. On I gave it all mine to Donnie because yeah. I don't work for food. Mm-hmm. I don't do peel and eat shrimp, crab legs, <laughs> crayfish. I don't work for food. He doesn't. I know. Oh, so good. I, and it's, it's I, her, even a her, lobster tail. I, I want you. them to take. I it don't out. work for food. <laughs> oh no! You should see me in Italy or Spain when the fish comes with the head. I mean, oh, uh, no, for oh someone who doesn't work for oh. food, I really don't work for that. No, food. when there's so a bone there, forget for it. I hate it. But they had the most incredible burgers and brats at the Smack Shack. I mean, really good. How Charbroiled fun. good, you know, and it was a Did big, you have a hurricane? Oh, I had several, a couple of hurricanes, <laughs> several, maybe three hurricanes. Uh, and then they had beer and cider. And so, uh, like, that was super fun. And the weather kind of held out after it, early we, afternoon. Yeah, we got know? down about four. Yeah. So it had quit the spit raining. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Sunday, I went to the another block party, the Red Stag Supper Club Oh, block yeah, party. you were talking about that on Friday. And saw the Shackletons and Romantica played, and um, they, uh, you know, had, what? I don't know, like six bands total. It was like from two to eight. Wow. And so, I mean, I have to say that uh, my back was just a tiny bit sore this morning because you're just standing around yes, on blacktop. Every once in a while, Casey and I sat on a curb. Yeah. You know, just to give our, so, but you're standing for, you know, Right. Three, four hours because we like to stay. So anyway, it was super, it was fun. Oh, it sounds like fun. And people were out and about. And I think people were actually kind of happy. It was sort of cloudy yesterday. Oh, yeah. You know, it wasn't sizzling. And I saw French bulldogs galore. <laughs> so you could bring your dog to the festivals. Yes. They're always and both welcome. festivals, the dogs are welcome? Uh, I don't know if I saw any dogs inside, but you know, yep. at the Smack Shack area, but it's all streets around right. there. So people. Was it crowded? It was pretty crowded. Oh, yeah. A lot of, lot of, lot of people looking at other people looking good. Absolutely. Now, do you, I have to ask you a, a gym dilemma. I have yet another gym okay, dilemma. I, okay. Okay. Tell me. What do you guys think of, you're in a class with okay. a teacher. Yes. And it's pretty crowded. Mm-hmm. It's as, as. A, a morning class sure. and two l- gals who are working out next to each other as much as you can within, you know, cause mm-hmm. you're moving can't around. Stop it's talking. A, it's talked. I can't stand it. They talked through the entire. It's not your job class. to tell them. It's the, it's the teacher's job to tell them to, to either, if you want to keep this conversation up, take it outside because mm-hmm. we don't want to hear everything. Well, 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 I think it's so irritating. It's oh, rude to the teacher. It's, it's like rude that. to the teacher, but it's rude to the other people. Yeah. People don't want to hear every blow by blow of what you well, did. Well, you couldn't hear because the music is loud and you're trying to listen to the instructor and right. watch the instructor. Mm-hmm. And these two 
people, they were like, like they might as well have been a caribou sitting down. They right. had so much to say to each other. And I mean, it was just, I distracting. It didn't interfere with my Zen, but it did bug me by the end of the class. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, am I right to be bugged? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, okay, I think good. in a class you are, but I do think it's the teacher's job to say something. I think that she was probably so and, shocked. Well, and I've had I've never it where seen, a teacher's kind of joked, are you girls going to just talk the whole time or what are oh, we doing here? You know, make yeah, a joke out of it right. or something. So, yeah, if if like we were doing uh, sit-ups or uh, push-ups, they had to be right next to each other so they could continue the conversation. I'm like, how hard are you really working out? Exactly. If you can I talk love that you're judging them too. Oh, yeah, judge, judge. Oh, Call me Judge Judy. Judge Arusky. <laughs> oh, judgey, judgey. But it would bug you guys. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, because yes. I just thought, you know, maybe it was because I was forced myself to go to that class and maybe I just wasn't, like, in the mood. But right. It, I, it was by the end, they literally talked. I would have gone crazy. The entire yeah, I would have gone crazy. All right, listen, when we come back, sorry, we can't get... Hey, everybody. Happy Monday to you. It is August 6th, and uh, I don't know if the roads are going to be less busy this week because I'm hoping people are on vacation this week. Are they? You know? It's a good week to go. I do. I do think it's a good week. This one, so many all my uh, people I know live in New York. They're all gone the first two weeks in August. That's when they do it because we we do a lot of July stuff around here, it feels like. Okay. Yeah, August just shut break. Shut Shut the door. Shut the front door. I know it. So, but the late night guys aren't gone yet. Maybe that'll be next week or two. So, all the late night stuff is. We've got might might have some good couch this week. We'll see. We'll see. Only Conan is on vacation. Thank you for thank yeah. you for checking yeah. into that for us, Lorraine. I thought I'd check it out. TV guy. I know, uh, I know. Okay, well, so we heard this morning uh, that uh, Demi Lovato has. You know, we knew she'd been recovering in the hospital far, following her overdose uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. So both all three of the morning shows had an update because she did post a statement to Instagram. Um, and, you know, we didn't know if we would hear from her because it could, I thought maybe she's just going to be, she doesn't want to say anything, right. but she's always been so um, out open, loud out about loud. her sobriety and her struggles. And people have been yep. very out loud back with their support for her. So here's the audio from Good Morning America. This morning, Demi Lovato speaking out for the first time since her apparent overdose, saying, I want to thank God for keeping me alive. In a post to her Instagram, the pop star saying, I've learned that this illness is not something that disappears. It is something I must continue to overcome and have not done yet. I now need time to heal and focus on my sobriety and road to recovery. EMS 11, spawn with engine 97 already on scene unconscious. This comes nearly two weeks after Lovato was treated with Narcan following a suspected drug overdose at her Los Angeles home. Hang in there, okay? We're on our way. Stay with the patient. Lovato, while hospitalized, suffered medical complications but is said to be well enough to leave. On Friday, People Magazine reporting Demi will go straight to an inpatient treatment facility after she leaves the hospital. A source saying it's her choice to go to rehab. This is not anything that can be forced. A source tells People that Demi realizes the severity of the situation and she's at a point now where she really wants to get help. I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm not sober anymore. 
This relapse coming eight years after Lovato checked into this residential treatment facility for women battling addiction, an experience she shared with our Robin Roberts. I guess my darkest period was going into treatment for that first 48 hours and not having any communication with the outside world. Now, Lovato vowing to keep fighting, saying, I look forward to the day where I can say I came out on the other side. Jeez. Many wondering if she would be as transparent about this situation as she has been with her past addiction battles. People Magazine telling us this statement indicates she might be very forthcoming about this event and her recovery as well. Well, I think this was a, I, I mean, what an eye-opening experience for her. She almost died. I mean, she almost died. I but think, she might have been using for longer. I think than she we has been using a lot longer, and it t- sounds like she was surrounding herself with enablers. Well, it's the good time party people who will always be around somebody who's got money. Yeah, I mean, whether you're rich or famous, it doesn't matter. Anytime, if you're like, you're people will come out of the woodwork and for to them, be your friends, right? And someone and in the group on. to have Narcan. No one in the group had Narcan. That's a that was not a true. Story. So us who weekly, had the, the Narcan? paramedics had Narcan. Oh, really? So yeah, she us didn't weekly get it? had it wrong. Yeah, that oh. the paramedics administered yeah. Narcan to Demi Lovato at her house. There was nobody at the house that had it. Oh, because TMZ said that initially in yeah, the story. They, oh, really? They, not okay. the quick thinking friend. It was. It was in the like the paramedics report mm-hmm. that they okay. administered Narcan oh. to her. And um, anyway, I do, I think that um, so many people have reached out to her about how she's helped them. Yeah. And it was good of her to acknowledge that by, you know, putting yeah. that out there. And now I hope that she can just, you know, go and, 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 you know, fight and do whatever right. that she has to do. I really feel for her. You know, because mm-hmm. she's in the past admitted to abusing alcohol, cocaine, yep. Oxycontin, mm-hmm. you know, uh, eating addiction. And I mean, it's just, you really feel for her. And she's only 25 I years know. old. It's so many things to deal with. Well, she, I mean, thing. she Very, was responsible for paying for that family since she was like 10 years old. Yeah. Well, that's, you isn't know, that the story of every child? It is. And then, star. and then if your parents want to tell you, you can't do that or something, you're like, what? Yeah. I'm not listening to you. I pay right. your bills. Right. Your reason you got a car and a house mom is because of me so there's that balance of power that's just off from such an early age so and Lindsay Lohan had the same thing with her family you know she was the breadwinner Um, you see it SJP was the breadwinner of her family but I think she was from a healthier family but a lot of young kids Macaulay Culkin Culkin, you know and he had to emancipate his relationship with his dad so I think uh, I think his dad was stealing money. He was from, stealing money you know, from all him. the kids. Like Gary Coleman's yeah. Yeah. Was stealing from him. Oh, jeez. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot. And we of- still don't know what Demi OD'd from. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The heroin reporting that that it was a heroin overdose. They, they, no one knows. We don't know that. And she was at Cedars sinai and um it was a long stay so obviously she had some serious uh 
what do you call it she, when you're going off the drugs? Why can't I think of that word? Well, you're detoxifying. detoxifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like I said, we said earlier, she could have been in uh, in an induced coma too. Right, I mean, there's right, all right. kinds of things that could go wrong. We and wish her well. We really big do. time, we big really, time. We really do. So that's good that she decided on her own to seek inpatient treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're over eighteen. No one can force you, Lori. Yeah. No one can force you. No one you. can, no force, one can you force you to do it. So, anyway. All right. So, I saw this movie yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother picked out. Oh. Eighth grade. Oh, you oh, said you yeah. wanted to see this on Friday. You I said, know. I want to see this movie. I really, I've heard a lot about it. Were I, you lying to us? Well, I would have rather seen The Spy Who Dumped Me uh-huh. or Mission Impossible, Possible, but true. those weren't options. Mm-hmm. So, this was what we went and saw. Is it a documentary? No, it's oh, a movie. It's a movie. Heard it's really good. It is really good. It's it's. I can't wait for this review. Okay, because here's <laughs> I've got mixed feelings. Okay? okay, because I get angsty watching angsty kids. I get angsty. Is it about eighth graders? It's about an eighth grade girl named Kayla, okay. and she has never acted before. And it's really about. It's the first movie that we have seen about youth. The, that nails the youth culture in the age of the digital world. I mean, because here she is. She's this gal. She lives with her dad. Um, she's in eighth grade. Her parents are divorced. Yeah. I, her mom left her okay. really early on. I don't want to give the story up. But basically what she's doing is you, she starts out doing her YouTube videos. And she's talking about, here's how to have confidence. Here's how to do this. Here's how to do that. None of which she possesses in real life. So right. you go through her story of um, being someone on social media that she isn't in real life. And then some of it is so, you just, I felt like I was in eighth grade watching it because she goes through and deals with being invited to a pool party when you're not the most popular and or maybe no one even talks to you. And the angst, I was just so uncomfortable with all the angst around her. But she has a moment, you know, that she has to deal with people want her to send dirty pictures. You know, do you do that? I mean, everything that people are being exposed to at such a younger age because of the digital world and social media and how she's just on it nonstop seeing if anybody likes her or anything. I mean, it it was really opening. It was eye opening because at such a young age to be thrown into that much information that people have. you know, it's you don't know if you're going to make the right choices because you're so young, and so it was. It was a good movie. I had too much angst for it, though. I was uncomfortable. Ninety nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes, and it's going to be screened for free on Wednesday night because is eighth it? grade about eighth graders. People should is go. Rated R. It is. So kids can't go. Oh. So it's going to be free. I mean, they can always figure out a way to mm-hmm. go, but they're going to screen it free on Wednesday because it's a small independent. Movie. It's our. Mm-hmm. But it okay. just throws you. I think parents, but it's an eye-opening experience if you have adolescent teens. All right, you know. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's happening right now? now, now. 
Trending online this afternoon would be Maniac. That is the name of the limited series starring Emma Stone and Jonah Hill that has a new trailer online today. And that limited series coming from Kerry Fukunawa, who directed the first season of True Detective, will be out September 21st. Also trending Supergirl. A Supergirl film is in development over at Warner Brothers. The last time we saw that character in the lead role was on the CBS CW show that was just a couple of years ago. Do you remember the first Supergirl movie? With Helen Slater? Slater, yeah. It's best forgotten. Well, (laughs) try, try, try again, right? Yeah, don't even bother, folks. (laughs) Kendall Jenner trending today. The model and reality star's dog allegedly bit a little girl over the weekend and also trending Movie Pass. Movie Pass is not going to hike its prices. It will remain $9.99 a month if you buy the subscription now. However, you will be limited to three movies a month. That's what's trending here at my talk. Forecast brought to you by AAA Movers. Partly cloudy 63 tonight. Uh, tomorrow's scattered showers and patchy fog. 81 for the high. But the good news is for Wednesday, Cat Video Festival Day, it's going to be sunny with a high very close to 90. Yes. Right now, it is uh, partly sunny, 82 at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. It used to bother me. Thought I could never leave. Then we are through. Nothing left to lose. No, no, no. I don't think about you. I feel freedom where I stand now. Sing it, Kelly Clarkson. Sing it to us on this Sunday, Monday. So, Julia, if I can just Hollywood speak your review of eighth grade movie, you did not like it. Not for me to do it. My mom loved it. The people I were with liked it. Uh, The the younger person liked it. The older person and I just kind of felt. Yeah. My friend and I just kind of felt like, oh. I was too angsty. It was too angsty for me. It's Mm. funny how movies have that effect on you, Julia. Well, Well, I don't know. It was a tough year. No, I know you, I mean, you identified with it, right? But it, I, I just, I was, I was so upset for the girl. I mean, I am. Julia, you didn't I, like the movie. I don't know why you can't say that. Why can't Virgo say they didn't I, like a movie? I didn't. I didn't like it. I would. I wouldn't rent it. I wouldn't rent it. I wouldn't. I paid a lot, and you know how much the popcorn was. My mom, I think, Let's, almost rolled over. Yeah. Oops. Eight dollars and thirty four cents, but wow. the woman like had a Russian accent. Mm-hmm. So my mom is. Were you not at AMC? Were yeah. No one's a member of Stubbs. I am a member of Stubbs. You, you, Stubbs, you get you get like a small. You pay like you get a medium popcorn for a small price. A I large, didn't know that. Yeah, you show your Stubbs I, card and you get a discount and what? free refills. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but but she's like, eh, eh, and my mom was like, what? I just had to get the truth out of you because that was I the didn't Vegas, like it. That was the I Vegas didn't like it at all. I was review. so Is uncomfortable. Yeah, My mom uh, liked it. That's her pop tart review. Oh no, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't, and it had ninety eight on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't know it was ninety nine percent. Oh my gosh! Yeah, some movies I'm just not meant to see. Yeah. I wanted to go see the other movies. Well, as long as we're speaking of Virgo, your peak Virgo partner in crime, Beyonce. Oh, she is. She oh she. Chica loves structure, and so do you. I mean, yeah. that is Virgo. That is totally Virgo. And uh, so the historic 
Beyonce Vogue cover has been for September. Released. Yeah, for is September out. is out. <laughs> We've seen it, Donnie. I don't know what show page it was posted it's on. on yours. Some, is it on ours? It's okay, yeah, thank you. You got to click on it to see the cover. Yeah, so she's wearing a flower headpiece and this white ruffled gown, and this is the. Uh, the photographer where she hired um, the guy, the 23-year-old Tyler uh-huh. Mitchell. He's a photographer with Vogue cover credentials. And, of course, uh, they'd never had a photographer do the cover who's been black before. Yeah. So Beyonce had full editorial control with this. If yep. you look at the photo, um, it's it's like, it's a beautiful, this flower arrangement on her head is it's, just I like... Feel- it's wow. it's amazing, and I kind of feel like her theme has been with Vogue. I mean, well, when she had her, she was announcing the birth of her twins. She was in the big flower. I mean, she yes. does a lot of stuff. Yes, with amazing flowers, she does. And it's it it it's uh, you know, and people are like people are saying you know we're lukewarm about the images, but I went and looked at his Twitter, and he was like. Practically, you know, you could feel the the cartwheels in his voice as he was, you know, so excited. I mean, that's pretty amazing, you know, because now he's got Vogue cover credentials. And as a photographer, now all the doors are open for him. And um, anyway, the interview, it's not really an interview. She, Beyonce, classic Virgo, dictated some thoughts to Clover Hope, who then wrote it up as a first person essay Mm -hmm. in Beyonce's voice. Because she doesn't give interviews. No, she. we know. <laughs> yeah. But listen to this. Okay, the birth of Rumi and Sir. I was 218 pounds the day I gave birth to Rumi and Sir. I was swollen from toxemia and been on bed rest for over a month. My health and my babies were in danger, so I had an emergency C-section. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got toxemia while I was, before I delivered with number one. Yeah. But she had it beforehand. I mean, my gosh, on bed rest. Well, two, that's big. Oh, but I don't, she's tall too. So that might not be that big. Well, I'm sure that she felt like that. Mm -hmm. Her body was big after the C-section. She said my core felt different. It had been major surgery. Um, And uh, I'm not sure everyone understands that about C-sections. I need time to heal recovery. During my recovery, I gave myself self-love and self-care and embraced being curvier. I accepted my body, what my body wanted to be. And my fupa. And oh yeah, she she said I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, my arms, shoulders, breasts, and thighs are fuller. I have a little mommy pouch. I'm in no rush to get rid of it. I think it's real. Whenever I'm ready to get my six pack, I will go into B zone and work my butt off until I have it. But right now, my little fupa and I feel like we're meant to be. You gotta love Beyonce I, for that. I mean, I my gosh, it. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty, you know. She talks about a lot. She talks about diversity. Um, which I feel like Anna Wintour was like, girl. But she basically said, you know, people in powerful positions need to stop just hiring and casting people who look like them. Mm-hmm. Which, mm. hello, Anna Wintour. Yeah. You know, yeah. but anyway, um, and so she's got, I like what she had to say about that. And she says that her husband was a soldier and a strong support system for her and everything's good. And the and cover she, story is really long. It is. I could not get through all of it. Mm-mm. No, and she also said something where she went to Ancestry.com and found out about her ancestors. Yeah. See, I, there, there was so it's much. It's kind of, I don't in, see it. Yeah. There but, was so, it was a really long uh, stuff because, yeah, I think that would be kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but you have to, it was, 
It was a long first person account. She did say one thing. She said she didn't like too much structure and she likes to be free. But we know that's not true because she's a Virgo. I don't like structure, but I like to control certain things. Yes, that's what I mean. So it isn't structure. It's controlling certain things. Yeah. Like. Synonymous with structure. In a not way. really. No, not really. No, not really. Because I'm a pretty. No, no. Okay. I won't make plans. I don't like structure. I don't like to be beholden to plans and things like that. You know I don't. But when it comes <laughs> to your life, Virgos do like structure and beyond. I'm the Virgo sitting here. <laughs> I know. And you and you do. I mean, you know, like when it comes to your kids and well, family and running I mean, your that life. That stuff needed structure. I mean, you need it. She's kind of trying to say that her life, you know, it's sort of free form and Flowing and she's I got just, a concert tour. She's I, got this. She's got to be. I don't now. believe that. She's got three kids, and I feel like, yeah, okay. I mean, that was the only part of the small part that I read that just I was like, well, she has to have structure because she's on a concert, you know, a national world tour. It was just two years ago that we saw her at TCF Bank Stadium. Is that it? Yeah. Oh. Now, people who are going on Wednesday night to the Beyonce yes. Jay Z on the run at the. Um, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, be sure and look on the U.S. Bank Stadium's website so that it doesn't happen what happened at TCF two years ago when women were throwing their, their handbags, handbags away. away or trying to find hiding places remember around that? the stadium. Do you remember the craze? Because the stadium has some kind of, and I feel like we had it for when we went to see U2. We had learned by then, and we brought very small things. Small bags. Yeah. So you do have to, if you are going to, if you're not going to the Cat Video Festival with, right, us, with us, and you are going to that Beyonce, Jay-Z, if you're carrying uh, any kind of a handbag, look up the, uh, it's restricted. Look up the details. Look up the deets. Remember, people were just oh, stuffing. That their- was a panic, panic moment from yeah. everybody. Uh, you and I had a bigger... I had like a cross body bag, but it was bigger than we shoved it into my little bag. No, we shoved I, it into our backs. No, yeah, we we, we tucked we it into our pants, and there was and a, had a jacket around us. And then they did when they kind of did the pat down. We sort of don't touch me there. Yeah, don't I don't know whatever we did, but we were like in a panic. But we were panicked. People were hiding. I know a couple of people who went in to bushes. that show. They hid their. Handbags and purses. I mean, in the bushes outside. Wherever they could find that they thought no one would take Remember it. there was a rain delay. Oh, yeah. Don't you remember? That's so good. That was a fun concert. I remember if you're going on um, Wednesday night, the word is that uh, I think it's a 39 or 30. It's, the, the number of songs they're going to sing yeah, is amazing. Long. It's like four. It's a four hour show. Oh! It's a four hour My show. My gosh. Now that's yeah. too long for me. Yeah. So. A four-hour tour, I really think that's too long, but mm-hmm. that's a lot of songs to sing, I guess. Yeah, and you'll pay Uber surge pricing, so yes. maybe walk down to the Ivy and take a hotel. Or, or get, take a taxi, I mean. Or get Hail, the app, Hail.com. I Hail. I Hail. Mm-hmm. And get a cab because They'll they don't the, charge. Yeah, no, they won't do the thing, but that was the thing with uh, coming home from that U2 concert was what a madhouse to get You're, your pickup. Right. You're better off walking down to a hotel. Yeah, Lori, you're right about that. You know. Because people were jumping into wrong Ubers and this right. and that. And it was just a cluster. It was. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I still kind of wish I was going. Totally. Totally. Fun. But the cats are waiting for us. They had a little video <laughs> this morning. They had a little, it was like someone's favorite pick on um, the Today Show, I think. And it was a cat. And it looked like the paw of the cat was holding an electric toothbrush. 
And it's like, oh, I saw that. I saw that. It's so cute. So I'm kind of excited for some of the videos. And I'm thinking, I wonder if anyone had their kitty cat use the toothbrush. And we know how many teeth they have now above. Two? Two Two big ones and two little ones, I think. Remember what book was that in? Who even knows? We read, <laughs> we we read so many books stuff. in the last six weeks. I'm dizzy. I don't think we learned that from anybody. It was a random fact. It was, it was. something that you shared yeah. with us. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, rem- I remember part of it. Yeah. Two. But they have more than two. No, the cat was missing a tooth. It was Kristen Wiggs' cat. It was not me. It was Kristen Wiggs' cat. She was asked by Kate Hoda. McKinnon. No, no, it was Kate, Kate McKinnon's cat. Thank yes. you. I get those two mixed yes. up. Mm-hmm. And and Hoda said, "What makes you laugh?" And she goes, "Well, I've got a cat with one tooth." Yeah, I'm a little over. Oh, if only Kate McKinnon can get find her bridesmaid movie. She's had two summer flops in a row with her time off. I'm just saying. well. Are you saying that this is a flop? The uh, spy who loved me. The, the spy who dumped me. I think they might be considering a flop. We'll, we'll wait and see. Underperformed. Of the new it's lingo. Kind of yeah, it's kind it's of like, way of putting it. <laughs> Considering it it other options yeah. instead of getting fired. I thought it would do more. Okay, it could have done better. Oh, really? Better, All right. Yeah. So oh. that's two for her, and she's so great. But she's remember, Kristen Wig had a few uh, misses before. Yeah. You know, sure. she just needs like a the right director or that, something to really yeah. unleash her crack and funny. Oh, I'm kind of bummed. Does anyone know anyone that saw it? I don't know. I, w- I would like to go see I it, but I was see too it. busy going to block parties. I understand. Yeah. You're a busy girl. All right, listen, we come <laughs> back. Uh, we got to remember Mrs. Garrett. I just had to let you know your Hey everybody, welcome back to my talk 1071. So, uh, got up this morning and uh, Charlotte Ray, who is, uh, you know, originated the character of Edna Garrett in uh, NBC's Different Stroke in 1978 and then went on to play her, that same character in Facts of Life had passed away. And we were just talking, talking about, about the a, remake, potential remake of Facts of Life. And we said it, we thought it could work. Yes. That it would work. And, um, Anyway, here's the uh, the Today Show audio remembering uh, Charlotte Ray, Mrs. Garrett. This morning, family and fans are mourning the loss of one of Hollywood's most beloved comedic actresses, Charlotte Ray. She's best known as the bubbly, good-natured Mrs. Garrett on two popular 1980s sitcoms. At first, stealing hearts as the quick-witted housekeeper on Different Stroke. And later, in a spin-off, the red-headed comedian becoming a household name as the house mother on the facts of life, looking after a group of troubled teenagers at a prestigious private school for girls. Born in Milwaukee in 1926, Ray started her 60-year career as a stand-up comic in the 1950s. It all started when I was just a child. I developed a terrible, terrible habit. Eating. I don't mean eating. I mean eating. She went on to work in television, appearing in the hit show Car 54, Where Are You? She worked steadily on the small screen through the 60s and 70s on a wide range of shows, even making an appearance on Sesame Street as Molly the Mail Lady. Ray also appeared on the big screen, including Woody Allen's 1971 movie Bananas. But it was her iconic Mrs. Garrett on the Facts of Life that many fans will remember most. The part earning her an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series in 1982. The show even giving Hollywood superstar George Clooney his first big break. 
Ray, reflecting on the role that made her a star, saying in a 1982 interview that she did not want Mrs. Garrett to be perfect. I want to bring in as much humanity as possible, as well as the humor, she said. I've tried to make her a human being with dimensions. Overnight, some of Charlotte Ray's Facts of Life co-stars remembering the star. Kim Fields, who played Tootie, tweeting, You all already know my heart is heavy yet. Sorry, no words at the moment. Just love and tears and, yeah, smiles. And Mindy Cohn, who played Natalie, writing on Instagram, she was my champion, a teacher, a proud example of the tenacity and perseverance needed to live an actor's life. So sad news this morning, but 92, she lived a, a full and remarkable life. That, but, and, and she died at home, which is the best. But my favorite thing reading all this is when she went to Northwestern University, she roomed with Cloris Leachman. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. And she First befriended she Carl Lind. Oh my, oh, my oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So great. I yeah. mean, how fun! And well, those would be lifelong friends. Yeah, no kidding. And you know, people on Twitter. I mean, she didn't have a Twitter account or anything, but I think she would have gotten a kick out of it. But just regular people are just tweeting. Here's a guy, Doug Plout. I met Charlotte Rain 2012. I saw her with her walker and an aide at Gina La Farina on West 73rd <laughs> Street. I stopped her and said, "Excuse me, I'm such a fan." She grabbed my face and said, you know who I am. You made my day and kissed me on the lips. Oh, rip, oh. Mrs. Garrett. Nice. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I, her voice was so different mm-hmm. and she just seemed so lovely. And apparently uh, she, uh, Halloween enthusiasts love her and they are raising their brooms in salute to her. Why? Because she was the, she played Miss Cackle in the 1986 classic, The Worst Witch. <laughs> uh, don't recall it, but yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's so oh, funny! I know it. I know it. So, just a lot of lot of people. Even Dave Zyron, our buddy from the Edges Sports. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just people. That was like an institution between those two shows. Well, who's composer John Strauss? That's who she was married to. I don't know who that is. Oh, no. oh all right. Uh, yeah. So she was married to him, and she had two boys, yep. and one passed away Mm-mm. in nineteen ninety nine. She wrote a memoir with her um, with her other son. Called the Facts of Life? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You'd have to make it be a plan. She died of pancreatic cancer. Oh, is that what she mm-hmm. had? Wow. All right, well. She uh, lived a good life, so cheers. Cheers. Are you ready for the Bachelorette finale? Three-hour finale, because the first two are, the first, just to prepare you, because, Julia, I know you've never watched this whole thing. Oh, my god. The first two hours will be... The um, you know, the two hours taped, and then the after, then Becca and whoever she. Oh, it's three hours. Yeah, whoever she picks will sit down after <gasps> okay. the rose with Chris Harrison, Alrighty. and then they'll be on Jimmy Kimmel, and then they'll be on Jimmy uh-huh. Kimmel, and then GMA tomorrow. Right. Okay. So we see, we saw a little sneak peek, um, and the family uh, they edited, so they said Garrett, you know, the one who's got the problematic social media history, is a little bit more of a risk, and the other guy is like, you two are like matched bookends. Well, and so even I feel like they're going to pick Garrett because they're editing it to look like they're not. Probably, right. oh, but she, geez. but her family, you know, because she went and asked for her family's device. Well, we're going to see this in the episode oh. tonight. We're going to see her. My family. favorite is her sister asked her about uh, the second one, mm-hmm. uh, Garrett. Garrett, you're great. I can't pronounce his last yeah. name. She said, you know, he seems like a risk. I want to make sure he would keep you challenging you, aka he's boring and seems like milk toast. We have said that all along, mole toast. 
Moltos, exactly. Thank you, Gary. He's got moles everywhere. Oh, moles. We just call him the one with the mole and the one without it. (laughs) I know, we're terrible. He's got moles everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll see. Better Call Saul comes back tonight on AMC. That is a good show. Great show. I don't think you ever watched that, Joy. No, you tried. never even did the Breaking Bad thing. I did. I did the first four seasons, and then I quit. Uh, Julie uh, yes, emailed about the spire dump me. She did see it. Did she love it? She says it was long. Oh, oh. Julia. Uh-huh. It was long, but it was really funny. Okay. Kate, All right. Kate and Mila are the best part of the movie. It's like uh, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, good. Oh. Kate is totally over the top funny. And you're going to Paris. Funny. You're going to yes. Europe, right? She says the co-stars are dim and dull. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's what you know. That's what they said, Justin throw yeah. wildly miscast. Yeah. Right. And and Sam Hughes and sips tea. Yeah. yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> is there what? a Outlander guy in the yes, spot? Sam Hewen uh, yeah, is in it. Small part, I mm-hmm. Yeah, it's teeny. Um I am looking Yeah. Oh well. I still want to see Mission Impossible and that one. This biodome. Yeah, I really do. I think it looks fun. Well, now I'm running out of time because I am Crazy too. Rich Asians will be opening. Okay, we need to talk about that. Uh, Black Klansmen. Oh, did that look yeah. good? Yeah, that looks really good. Uh, there Spike was the, Lee was on this Today Show this morning. Saying nothing. Absolutely that nothing. That was a worthless interview. He and uh, Savannah. Nothing. Savannah didn't ask him anything good. I think she was actually like... Um, still reeling from her F-16 jet experience with her brother or something. No, but that was an old tape one. It was taped yeah, I don't know. She had a busy weekend. I guess. No, that felt like an an underserved interview. Yeah, I'm looking for Spike Lee now on one of the late night shows to get more about what, because it's based on a true story. Well, right. um, About this black guy who infiltrates the KKK. Right, Mm. it it looks good. So... And then, uh, well, let's talk about the Television Critics Association Awards. Oh, yes. Are the Americans and Carrie Russell won top honors. I love that. I love that. People, that is such a good show. Harbinger of the Emmys, maybe? Maybe. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel actress, Rachel Brosnahan, she won. John Oliver won. Outstanding new program, Killing Eve. Which we love. And the miniseries, Johnny Versace on FX. And uh, yeah, program of the year. So I like that. I like that uh, the Americans finally getting some recognition. All right, listen, we come back. We do have some more movie news, people.